The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. Welcome to Prescriptions for Healing Conflict. I'm Lloyd. I'm the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank. Mari's been an attorney mediator for 26 years, and during that time she's resolved thousands of disputes as a neutral conflict healer. She's a member of the Orange County Superior Court Mediation Panel, and she's been a law professor of negotiations and mediation and presently teaches negotiations right here at UCI. She's the author of Negotiations Breakthroughs and co-author of Stepping Stones to Success and several other books. To listen to previous interviews, see upcoming guests, download podcasts, and learn more, visit www.conflicthealing.com. So Mari, what's your show about today? Well, today our show is about bullying, but it's also about empowerment. And we have a wonderful teenager who is a teenage writer who wrote a wonderful book, and I have this book right in front of me. It's called Hidden Voice, A Story of Discovering Strengths by Heather Johnson. And we have Heather coming to us from Alaska today. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Heather Johnson began recreating classic stories at a very young age after attending a Story World Transmedia conference with her mother, She made the commitment to become a professional writer at age 13. She was featured on a CBS News story and ABC Good Good Morning Alaska. And she's also had over a dozen radio interviews, and we're happy to have her on. And she's active in her community as a licensed business owner. And she is an instructor at the Alaskan Young Writers Conference and a nominee of the Alaskan Spirit of Youth Award. And she's just a terrific young woman currently at a high school in Wasalia, Alaska. So we are just thrilled to have her. And um, she has actually begun her 2014 National Anti-Bullying Campaign with several publications and guest interviews on radio shows and even school districts buying her book, that help to dissuade people from and from bullying in their anti-bullying curriculum. So thank you so much, Heather, for joining us. You're welcome. So Heather, how is it that you decided to write this book? Um, well, I've always loved to write, but when I was 13, I went to the Story World Conference in San Francisco with my mom, and I decided there that I really wanted to be a professional writer. Okay. Yeah. So how is it that you decided to write on bullying? Well, I started to write the book for fun because I wanted to start a project that I could like and like commit myself to finishing it so I could learn more about it and start writing. But as I was writing it, I de- I decided to turn it into like a really like inspiring book for kids my age because I knew it was a big issue. So as I was writing it, I just decided to help, you know, kids my age through it. So it kind of turned out to be that way when I finished it. And so, you know, I remember as a kid that 
I was bullying, bully, not bullying, I was bullied myself and at a very young age. Um, I remember in second grade, we had moved from one house to another house in another community. And I, right before we moved, we were in a bad car accident. So when I started school, I had a cast on my leg. I had like stitches in my face. I, I didn't look very good. You know, I didn't really look very good. And I got such bullying, you know, kids like making fun of me because kids can be mean, can't they? Yeah. And, and then I remember my son when he was in about fifth grade, he had, you know, had gotten kind of chubby and, um, kids started, our last name is Frank. So kids started calling him beefy Frank and he came home crying and so upset that he had, he was a smart kid. So he had every private school in Orange County, California, send me a brochure so he could talk me into sending him to a private school, which I didn't do. Instead, I was trying to help him to to deal with that bullying. So do you have friends, and were you ever bullied? Well, when I was in elementary school, I had, like, I went to a really small school, and we had, like, 12 people in the class. And there was only like 10 boys and me and one other girl. And then sometimes we get a third girl that came into the class and a couple new kids like each year. But it would mostly be like the same group of people I've stuck with for like five years. Right. And everybody had their own groups. And I got picked on because I just didn't belong there. And I would be the third wheel if a third girl would come into my class because I would try to be friends with the girls that were in my class. And I wasn't because like... The grades didn't really mix as much, so I didn't really have very many friends, like, at all and anywhere because I didn't sit with my own grade and I didn't really sit with the older girls or younger girls or anything. So I just kind of felt left out, and this one guy in my class was always picking on me, and it was just really hard for me to fit in. Right. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of us have been bullied in, you know, even though we think about online bullying now a lot, but it really happens right when you're in school, right? It happens face to face and it happens online. Bullying is, is just mean and um, and it really hurts your feelings. And I, I, you know, here I am, I hate to tell you how old I am. I'm not going to tell you, but I'm I'm a lot older. My, my daughter's already 28 and my son is 35 and they both were bullied for different reasons. And it, it hurts your mom, too, when you come home and say you're bullied. And, and it hurts you. And parents really don't even know what to do half the time. They t- want to do the best they can to help kids to to not only survive but to thrive. So yeah. let, let's talk about the main character um, in your bully. And how did your main character... How did, how did she rise above the bullies? Well, um, my main character in my book has to deal with the bullies at school while trying to build her self-confidence. And in Chapter 6, she discovers that keeping silent about being bullied in the past was wrong. And by not telling anyone, it had brewed inside her until it affected how she felt about herself. So every time other bullies would make negative, negative comments, she would, like, take them personally. And in Chapter 6, Vidya realizes that by holding it in, it was the wrong thing to do. So by publishing the story, I, like Vidya, have discovered my strengths and surrounded myself with supportive and positive friends and family and rose above the bullies, too. 
Yeah, and it's it's a beautiful book because she has a real happy ending about being able to sing and yeah. really find her voice, which is which is great. She finds her voice not only um, metaphysically but physically. She finds her voice right. She finds yeah. out who she is, and I think that is is a a a, a story of hope because all of us um, go through times in our lives that are like a a dark part, right? It was kind of dark when you were feeling bullied, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was dark in my life and in my kids' lives. It's it's dark and it's sad and it's scary. I think one of the scariest things is when it's online bullying because you don't even know who's doing it, right? Yeah. And that's like pretty scary and insidious. It's like really, you don't even know who's doing that to you. And, And we've heard about here at least... In you know, on the mainland, and I don't know if this has happened in Alaska, but we've heard about kids committing suicide because yeah. of bullying. I don't know. Has that? Have you heard about that in in in, uh, in Alaska too? Yeah, recently, like a couple months ago, I heard about it. It's so sad. So yeah, so that's why it's wonderful that you had written this book for people to know that, um, you know, that this is really something you can overcome. I remember with my son when he would come home crying and I'd say, Brian, I said, if you go through this pain and you get through this, you're going to be stronger than anybody else. It's like the trees up in, you know, probably in Alaska and for sure up in the Tundra country in Colorado, they, they weather the worst storms, but they're the strongest trees. And I'll bet that's the same thing in Alaska. So, yeah. So for those of us who weather the worst storms in our lives when we're kids, that makes us so strong, right? Yeah, totally. So how did publishing this book help your own issues of bullying? What what did you go through as you were going through this book and writing this book? Well, I imagine it gave fuel to the bullies I faced with like probably jealousy and talk of the internet, but I refused to get tangled up in their web of gossip. So just surrounding myself with close friends and support group and building up my positive media and social media campaigns, and which counter the negative stuff of my past. So I spend my days writing and doing schoolwork and just being a teenager and doing book signings and helping kids like myself find their own strengths. Right. And there's a lot of kids that feel bullied. You know, there's the bullies... Are, are probably people who don't feel too good about themselves. Don't you think that's the case? Yeah. Because if they really felt good about themselves, they wouldn't have to try and hurt somebody else. You know, that's my experience. Is bullies are, 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 have some bad feelings about their so, themselves, so they take it out on others. So you, I know you've been sharing messages with your friends and, and your peers and those who are going to middle school. So what is that message? And if you could kind of speak louder as you speak, I would be really grateful. Well, it's important to surround yourself with a positive support group of friends and family and work on building your dreams. And um, my point is to remember not to become your own worst bully by playing the negative things you've heard in your head just like, play over and over in your head, like the mean things that people say to you. So just finally remember three points is to be true to yourself and be true to your beliefs and be true to your passions. Right. And I think that the fact that you share, like, I don't know about you, but when someone shares with me from their heart of some pain that they've gone through, 
I kind of connect with them, you know? And then when I connect with them, then they feel better about themselves that they're not the only one going through this, right? Yeah. So that's really a great gift that you give when you tell about your story and what hurt you went through and how you got through it. And you were able to do it a lot through your book, right? Yeah. So, you know, from a teen's perspective and... and that's really important because we have parents that are listening in. What suggestions are, would you give to the parents who have kids that come home crying or upset or even kids that won't tell them they know something's wrong and they ask their kids like, what's wrong? And then the kids go nothing and they go in their room and cry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what do you suggest that parents do? Well, I would like to suggest that they remember that the modern bully is far worse than in the past because of the technology. And the best thing to do is just listen to them and become your big, big, your kid's biggest supporter and give them a safe environment and positive support group of family and friends and encourage the discovery and development of your children's passion. And then together, hopefully, you'll rise above the negative issues by encouraging, encouraging the positive and Discovering their strengths and supporting their dreams. What about if um, if I was a teenager and I went home and I didn't tell my mom or dad what was going on, but I just acted moody and I was embarrassed to tell, you know? What, what, uh, what do you think that kids should do if they feel like that? Like they don't want to tell their parents. They, you know, they really don't want to share that. You know, aren't there some kids like that? Yeah, I've definitely done that a lot. But eventually you'll probably realize that if you don't tell anyone, it's just going to get worse because you think that it'll probably make it worse by, like, if you do tell someone because you don't, like, don't think anybody will understand. But they do, like, probably a lot more than you think they will. And I've done that a lot where I just, like, don't want to talk to my mom about anything but it'll just get worse if you just keep it all inside and you have nothing to talk about, and then you'll just, like, go insane if you just don't talk about it. Right. So how did you get yourself to talk about it? What did you finally do? I mean, how did you get up the courage to do that? Well, I was upset after just, like, being really stressed out with math the other day, And so eventually I just told my mom what was going on because I just realized I didn't really have anybody else to talk to and I should just talk to my mom because she's going to be there for me because she's, you know, I just have her, so. And she loves you. Yeah. (laughs) Right? I mean, that's one thing you know that your parents love you and if they love you, then even though you might be embarrassed or it might be uncomfortable, that in the long run, they they don't want you to be hurting, right? Yeah. So your your um, your main character in your book is Vidya, and she has a Facebook account. So, mm-hmm. how why did you do that, and and how did you deal with that? Well, Vidya has been reaching out to kids around the world by sharing and encouraging, inspiring inspiring things and. I'm moving into the world of transmedia with my book, and it's available in ebook form. And my main character coming alive in the world of social media. So my mom and I are exploring different ways to share my message and encourage and inspire others. 
Right. And I think if kids would write you like kind of like a Dear Abby, I don't know if you know what Dear Abby is. You'd be the Dear Abby of teenagers. What Dear Abby um, it, for, for a long time was the person you could write questions and about problems you have and she would answer so you could set up and be uh, Dear Vidya, right? Yeah. And then kids would um, answer, you would, you would answer the kids. So I understand that you feel um, that you've been going, that school districts have been approaching you about your book. Why don't you tell us about that? Well, um, to my surprise, my school district informed me that they plan to buy a book for their anti-bullying curriculum. And I'm honored that the superintendent the superintendent, like, she personally approached me telling me how much she enjoyed my book and that the district will be purchasing books to go along with their curriculum. And um, and it would be great if school districts all around the country would de- develop um, anti-bullying curriculums because bullying has become a real epidemic in our country. Yes, it has definitely come. So did, did your school, did you participate in... The curriculum. I mean, did you see the curriculum? Did you? Did they use it in your classes? The anti-bullying curriculum. Oh well, no, not that I can remember. Um, for elementary school, I was going to a private school, and it was kind of like a church converted into a school, and it wasn't really part of the district. And I only went to public school for two years. So I see. I, I see. think it was a recent thing they just started. Oh, that's great. So I never actually um, was in the curriculum. Well, that's good that they're being more mindful of that, right? Yeah. So, you know, in terms of you looking at your own life, how was this book, um, how did it affect your life? Well, everything has been, like, really crazy. Like, when I started writing the book, I didn't, like, think I would be doing radio interviews over the phone and things like that all the time. And, like, five years ago, I wouldn't be... Um, like I can, I couldn't imagine doing things like this. So I'm just like really amazed and blessed that I can help people. Right, right. So in terms of um, what other things are you working on now? Well, um, I'm working on a series about a dance team, like a national dance team, and because I was watching like TV and like. TV shows on TV, and I took ballet for like five years when I was younger. So I just wanted, I just got really interested in like ballet and national competitions and things like that. So I thought it'd be fun to write about it. Well, that sounds great. And what else are you doing in terms of, um, you know, moving forward with with helping other people who are bullying? What else are you doing? Well, um, I'm trying to, like, reach out to my community, and I went to, um, sometime last year, I went to um, a school in the district, and they were having, like, this writer's, um, kind of, like, like, a mini writer's conference where you could, like, help elementary schoolers, like, come up with a story and kind of, like, guide them, and that was really cool to do that. Yeah, so you're getting used to standing up and and speaking out, and even your voice, your hidden voice, is is also coming out, right? Just like yeah. just like your uh, your story, you're kind of living similar life to to Vidya, right? Yeah. And how do you relate to Vidya now? I think I relate to her a lot because I'm 
finding my voice and also she um she really had to rely on her friends and not like hold things inside and she had to find a really loyal and like supportive group of friends so I have a really small group of friends that I have that I can rely on so I think that's good yeah and what did you learn about yourself in writing this book and now that you're you know, you're doing the media, your your people are, are recognizing you for doing this book and are grateful. What what did you learn about yourself? Well, um, a few years ago, like I've been learning for the past like five years after my parents divorced and when I started writing, I learned that about myself that when you like go some something like really bad when we were talking about earlier, like you just become a stronger person out of it. So Everything that, like, everything happens for a reason. So when I have a hard time with something, I'm going to get through it, and I have to remind myself that when I have a hard time. Right, right. And some that's that's the key for teenagers, right, is that to have the hope and the knowing that, okay, this too shall pass. I will get through this, and yeah. to kind of be your own cheerleader, right, to say, okay, I'm not going to have that negative thought. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to listen to the crazy people. I'm, I know I'm doing the right thing, and I'm just going to keep doing it, right? Yeah. So in five years, how do you see, you know, you said like five years ago you couldn't see yourself doing what you're doing now. Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's uh, you're 15, correct? Uh, well, I just turned 16. Oh, 16. Okay, so you must be driving pretty soon, huh? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I haven't even got my permit yet, because up, up here you can start to get your permit when you're 14, but I didn't even do that. It's just like, I don't know where the two years went. I haven't even started going on, down that road, so <gasps> well, you my mom really wants me to learn to drive, but I'm just kind of like, no, I'm going to end up hitting somebody, like, no. <laughs> well, especially in the winter, right? When, yeah, I up mean, here, that's pretty oh, scary. the winter's so bad. <gasps> I mean, I see all these... Um, these shows about Alaska and driving on the snow and the ice and I'm thinking oh goodness that would be really rough but um but maybe yeah. in the summer right yeah okay so let's let's take it you'll be in five years you're going to be 21 so you're going to be totally legal right uh, yeah and you'll be out of high school and maybe even out of college not, not quite mate but you'll be at least in college and you'll be 21 You'll be old enough to be considered, you know, a, a real adult, could even have a glass of wine. So how do you see yourself in five years? Well, I don't know, really. I'm just trying to focus on getting through high school right now and focus on the present because I would, like, freak out even if I try to think about what's happening next week. So all I really want, like, all I know is that I just really want to write for the rest of my life and help people and just create stories and just let my mind run wild. So so you'd like to have a couple more books under your belt? Yeah. Well, that sounds pretty good. And um, and what is, if you said, and I know this is kind of hard when you're 16, but if you said, you know, that you had a mission or you had a purpose in life, what do you think that would be? And, of course, it can change as you get older because I think my, my whole mission in life and my purpose in life has kind of evolved. So I'm not, I'm not going to hold you to it and, <laughs> and come back in five years. But <laughs> if you said right now, like, what, what do you think is your mission right now? Well, again, like five years ago, I would have said, like, I have no freaking idea. But right now, it's just like all I want to do is write. So I think, you know, God put me on this earth 
to tell other kids my age that you're going to get stronger through whatever you're going through, and you're here for a reason. So I just want to be creative and write and get messages to people my age and just to any people, really. Right, right. You know, a lot of kids, when they go through a parent's divorce, my kids had to go through that, too. And, again, that's another dark night of the soul. Bullying is a dark night and going through a divorce. And so what would you say to kids of divorce? I know I, I, as an attorney mediator, I do a lot of divorce, and I see a lot of kids go through this. Um, What advice would you have for kids whose parents are going through a divorce? Well, every, like, situation in the family is, like, different. Like, some kids, people, like, some kids' parents divorce, and they are still, like, best friends, and their family is a lot happier with it. But then other people feel like their whole life is tearing apart. And with my parents' divorce, my dad just, like, totally walked out, and I don't even talk to him anymore. I haven't spoken Mm. to him in four years, so. But, I mean, just, like, everything happens for a reason, so, like, However your situation is, you're just going to learn something from it. Right. Is Again, that gets back to knowing that you'll get through it, right? Yeah. You'll get through it. And when you said everything happens for a reason, that sometimes we have to go through some painful experiences because that's how we get strong. That's what you, you're, the essence of your book. So if you would say the... Um, the learning that you want kids to get out of the book, the kind of the moral of your book, which it has that. I mean, it it has a real happy ending and a really inspiring ending. If you would say, like, what what is that, what do you want the kids who read this, and parents, what do you want them to be left with? What, what feeling do you want them to be left with? Well, I just hope that, like, they would see the moral as just you don't have to be perfect and you're going to get through whatever you're going through and just like even if it's just like school because I'm really stressed out with school right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just like you're going to get through it and you're going to learn something from it and become a better person. And just most of all, you're not perfect. So that was like a really big thing to stress for kids my age is you're not perfect because you can't like do something once and expect it to be perfect because, you know, you're human. You can't do it that way. So, And not just kids. All of yeah. us, right? I mean, all of us can strive to be better, but we don't have to be perfect. And um, and we just we just have to be positive. <laughs> you know, and I think that, that was the thing that um, Vidya learned from her, her friends that were supportive, that, um, that we're not alone, right? Yeah. I think a lot of kids and a lot of adults, when they go through a dark time and people are mean to them, they feel very alone. And um, and I think your uh, inspiring story is, you know, you don't have to be alone, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if, if you would uh, like to leave my guests, I'm my guess. If you would like to leave my audience with just um, a word of wisdom from you or something you'd like to have people remember, and then you could give us the website for your book and the name, and then it'll be time to go. Well, um, my website is heatherjohnsonbooks.com. It's all lowercase. Lower and um, you can buy my book online on 
on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles and iTunes. And, and give the name has, of your book again, sweetie. It's the name of Hidden Voice. Um, it's called Hidden Voice, and it's an ebook form too. And you can follow me on Twitter at hnjbooks. And the last thing I would like to say is just you're gonna like go through things in life that are just going to make you a better person. Like I know I said that already, but I just think it's really important. So to remember that everything yeah. again, going back to this, everything happens for a reason. And this is going to, you know, any dark side, if you believe that it is going to be light again, it will be, right? Mm-hmm. And it'll be better than you thought. Yep. So thank you so much, Heather Johnson, the author of Hidden Voice, A Story of Discovering Strengths. And I wish you the very best. You just let us know how you're doing, okay? Okay. All you. right. We'll have to have you on again when you get your newest book out, all right? Okay. Thank you, sweetie. Good luck in school. Don't stress out. Oh, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. I'm Mari Frank. Join us every Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. for Prescriptions for Healing Conflict and visit our website at conflicthealing.com. Thanks. Expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.